Is this thing on? Oh, he's trying to sound out words. We know we fucked up now. It's gonna be a long show. Bro, what the hell are you wearing anyway? What the hell is that? Is that a I'm wearing a hoodie? A Nigerian <laughs> bathrobe? What the hell is that? Is that <laughs> I thought it was a shawl. What the fuck is going on, bro? I thought the soul's kids made a war robe. What the hell is going on? When I, when I see you in the streets, you trying, try, trying to blend in, man? When I see you oh, in the man. streets, it's going to be trouble. I just want to make sure that you understand that. I don't know what the hell you got going on, bro. You okay? Whatever, man. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again, it is the Incredible in the Black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men that know that that get your booty to the polls ad actually works. Something's going on in Georgia. So I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know, as usual, I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of Two Live Crew. Crush, say what's up. What's good, everybody? No doubt. L, say what's up, man. What's good, man? I ain't got shit to say to you, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> and if you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you hit the thumbs up and subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next video. And if you're going to be jumping into the family, please go ahead and follow us across social media at in the black PDCST. But before we jump into it and our special guest for tonight, L, please tell these good folks how they can become part of the family, man. Hey man, head on over to www.intheblackpdcst.com and click in the right hand corner to become a member of the family tab. There's all types of shit that you can do while you're there. You can buy swag, you can become a member of the Patreon. You can donate directly to us. And I know it sounds like we may be begging y'all motherfuckers for money, but we really not. The money that we're going to use are actually going to be using for the betterment of this platform. We're trying to grow so more of your ignorant-ass friends can hear some truth. How was that? <laughs> you are the worst. I'm trying to tell you. You are the complete worst. <laughs> so tonight... We have a very special guest kicking it with us once again. Mm-hmm. Author and activist, Miss Kimberly Jones. Mama, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey sis. This is my favorite show. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna replay this for my mom when she when she listens to this later. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you for being on the show once again, man. And Thank putting you. up with all these these light skinneds. I needed some dark action to come in here and balance it out. So I appreciate it. Kim like uh, the light skin? What you talking about? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm saying thank you to Kim. Come on now. Come on now. I'm saying thank you to Kim. Okay. Can we? Can I? Can I just say thank you without you getting all extra? He so thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, but between now and the last time that we had you on the show, what have you been up to? Um, I've been writing a few more books, and mm. I've still been out here in these protests and COVID streets. And I've been working with. Um, I have two organizations: one in which I'm a co-founder, and one in which I am the entertainment and culture chair. So I'm mm. the entertainment and culture chair for the People's Uprising here in Atlanta, and then I am a um, co-founder for Revolutionary Healing. So I've just been 
busy with my organization, still in these streets and writing my tail off. No doubt, no mm. doubt, no doubt. So you were working on now, if, as you're listening to this, this is November 4th. Mm-hmm. We are one day after the election or the voting process of the election. Right. I know that you've been getting into the get out the vote process prior to yesterday. So how was that right. working? You know, it's funny because I'm here in Georgia. So mm-hmm. Georgia has been red since been red since been red. Right. Looking like Georgia about to flip blue for the first time in a, in a very long, long time. time. And yeah. I would like to thank the local strippers for their <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I want to thank them also. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The booty to the polls went viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. You know what's so interesting about the get the booty to the polls? Somebody thinks that's like the brainchild of a dude, right? That's actually the brainchild of the women over at the New Georgia Project, which includes Stacey Abrams. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ahead, Stacey. Stacey. okay. I'm going to drop it and shake it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she got to the point. I can't to the polls. Go ahead. <laughs> they got they got to the polls though. They got, yeah, they got, the, they polls. got to the polls. They got to the polls. I think the last count they said that he's neck and neck now, like at forty nine point something or forty nine point something. Yeah, it's forty nine point eight for Trump and forty nine for Biden. But the interesting thing is these final counts, this hundred and twenty thousand votes that still have not been counted, are in predominantly black and Latin. Oh, Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta, they killing it. Oh yeah, so it's like blacks and it's like <laughs> he. It's contingent upon the blacks and Mexicans, and we all know how the blacks and Mexicans feel about a certain. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. So we are now here, November 4th, as I said. <sighs> Once the polls closed, at least on our end here, 7.30, the anxiety started. Yeah. I think by the time it hit about 10 o'clock, well, for me, I really didn't care too much. I actually went to bed at like 9.30. I was like, whatever. Oh, it, it, it's going to be what it's, it's going to be what it's going to be when I get up, regardless right. of what I did my part. I voted it is what it is. Exactly. But I know a lot of folks, they were up last night and they had the Tums because the heartburn was was rolling in and all of that. The anxiety was really beating them up. Where we are now, the first question for tonight, where we are now, did you expect it? No. You know, I was watching um, Van Jones and I hate to pull Van Jones because sometimes he wear me out. But uh, (laughs) say it one more time. (laughs) Say it one more time. Sometimes he wears me out. Like, oh, no. What are you talking about? Um, what you talking about, Willis? Um, I had I but he was he so nailed it today when he was on CNN. He said that we may it's looking really good that we're gonna have a political victory, but we lost the moral victory because with t- over two hundred thousand COVID deaths, <laughs> with children in cages, with um grab them in the kitty cat, with um a stand by and stand back and you know black people are too dumb to vote for me and all that has happened um with the dismantle you know he dismantled women's rights dismantled queer rights like just on a freaking rampage and then one more non researching negro tell me about he how he let black people out of jail and i have to actually give them the real number that it was about <laughs> eight folks <laughs> oh no 
No, no, you. There's no way it should be this close. It should have been a landslide. Biden should have just, you know, he. It should have been able to be announced last night. It shouldn't be this close with somebody this more morally inept in office. Nah, I, I can get it. What do you guys? Why think? do you think it's? Why do you think it's this close, Kim? Because once again, white, white people, white women. Okay. <laughs> well, I just, listen, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. So, I, I, it, ain't, it ain't close because of us. Right. I'm a white woman. Part of the problem is that we always wind up in these situations during these elections and we find ourselves the being the being the savior and being the target of people's disappointment at the end when things don't go when white people see that things aren't going their way and i think the that that's right group make no mistake is white women yeah. and i'm not even gonna say white men because he got over 50 percent of the white male vote but my thing with them is yeah he gonna get over 50 percent of their vote he he is He's one of them that's part of the club yeah right. he is their plug he they they want to stay in power they do not want to relinquish their power they want to continue to rule and stomp and trample and and uh, be you know divisive and be able to pretend like they don't know the rest of the world is in pain so yeah they they voted their they voted their own interest right. i get mad at them right. but white women he wants to grab you in the nana and also like that, retract <laughs> by him. No, nobody want him grabbing him in the nana. Nobody. <laughs> not even his wife. Like, yeah, he, that that hand. he don't want it either. He's not. White women doing pussy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they in the orange Cheetos, though. But no, um, listen Yeah, I'm like, roll, roll back women's rights, say things that are inappropriate. Hire incompetent women to make women as a whole look bad. Betsy DeVos makes us all look dumb. Mm, yeah, no problem. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So I'm like, y'all were the people who should have rolled out in great numbers and said, no more, this is not my grabber. Instead, y'all gonna vote with him because, child, I can't. Don't even get me started on my disappointment in the Karens of the world. Hey, listen, don't, don't forget hey, they, they that we did see this damn. We saw this damn uh, what do you call it the woman's the woman's uh, march what two three days after his election or whatever with all Where the pink hats and all that I where y'all at I you know what I, to be I'm, to be fair man I really I thought to. that this time this time around would be different man why I know I I'm, I'm what, I know, what in the world I know. made you feel that all of a sudden white people were going to do something different for black folks. What gave, what was the inclination? The fact that dead bodies were above us in the street? I wanted them I, I, to vote it for themselves. Thought, I thought they were going to vote it for themselves. I thought they were going to all the, all the rollbacks right and, right. and, and vote for themselves. Right I was like, that. I can't with y'all. Y'all on my nerves. Nah, you're right about that. You're right about that. I'm actually very surprised that it's as, as close as it is as well. Yeah. And only simply because of the way the polling looked. If you believe the polls prior to coming in here, it was supposed to be a blue wave. That was the term that you kept hearing throughout the prior to the election. He was supposed to be winning in Wisconsin by 12 points. He barely he's barely squeaked by in Wisconsin right now. They've already yeah. they've already called it. He was supposed to be blowing them out by like nine in Michigan. Barely squeaked through in Michigan. So I'm really surprised that it the polls like let's let's keep it all the way funky. If anything comes from this. Donald Trump won in this instance that the media is fake news. 
Because they really had a lot of people believing that it was going, the numbers were there. And here we are. Here we are a day after, not even a full 24 hours after the fact. What is, mm -hmm. what is I advise everybody to purchase this book by crazy uh, Cliff Oxford, who's a friend of mine. Okay. A crazy redneck from South Georgia. Okay. Sometimes you got to talk to rednecks and ghetto people to get the truth. Um, is that the liberal redneck? Yes, this is the he, he's not the liberal there, but he is a liberal redneck. Oh, okay, okay. He wrote this book called Redneck Reverie, <clears throat> which is him saying from his friend. Now he's a millionaire now, but he grew up in a trailer park, old nine. And he wrote that book based on his perspective of how Trump was able to get poor whites to rock with him against their interest. Mm. Um, and so I think that even with white women, that's what we're seeing. He has a way of gaslighting and really is charming for that set. See, white women liked when he said, I'm saving your suburbs. Sure they, did. they liked when he said, you know, a lot of things he said. And I would like to say as a Georgian, I'm proud of the white women in Georgia because this is one of the places where he didn't really get white women's votes. White women here were like, baby, we live in the city. We don't live in the suburbs and I'm not with you, Shanann. <laughs> <laughs> you, you drive around some of the white neighborhoods here in Georgia and all you see is Biden hair signs and Black Lives Matter signs on their, on their yards. I could drive you through Decatur right now and show you 50 white houses with Black Lives Matter signs in the yards. But we, we, Georgia can't be responsible for taking care of everybody. We uh, got a lot going on here. On you guys got <laughs> y'all yeah, got your hands full. Yeah, no, we're just trying to tell every tree we got up out the ground. What's 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 that strip club in uh? At, at, Magic in, uh, City. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. You, got, you act like you don't know about Magic City. Stop that shit. You listen, my, my, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. My wife watches this show. I have no idea what you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, so did you think it was going to be this close? Uh, yeah, I was a bit surprised, um, you know, but uh, the the doubling down of the uh, the usual suspects um, was uh, it was unusual too, you know. Um, yeah, I I was surprised for maybe thirty seconds, thirty forty seconds, and then the reality sunk in of where we're, of where this, this where this could go, you know. What about you, L? I know that you always want to play the bad guy when it comes to some of this stuff, man. Go ahead and do your thing. Nah, man. I thought white people was going to do what white people do. I thought they was going to come through and they was going to do and vote to protect their interests. And we, many of us black folks, believe that somehow morally black folks, uh, white people are going to come to some moral awakening all of a mm -hmm. sudden mm -hmm. and begin to stand up against white supremacy. But I don't believe that's how it works. You don't stand up against the very thing that you benefit from 365. You uh, so I was, wasn't was surprised. I felt like it was going to be the blowout by Trump or it was going to be a very tight race. Hmm. Uh, but uh, and, uh, again, man, uh, it's just fascinating to watch this election process. I'm more disappointed in the Democratic Party. I think the Democratic Party is trash. And here's why I think they trash. These motherfuckers <laughs> have they had four years, bro. You had four years to prepare two viable candidates to 
eradicate and vaporize this dude. And that's not to be disparaging against to, you know, Kamala and, and you know, Kamala specifically. Fuck Joe. But you had four years to cultivate a two candidates to destroy Trump. And then you had to literally shoot from half court to bring, you know, Sister mm. Harris on to boast you up because motherfuckers wasn't fucking with Joe. Why? Because that 94 crime, crime bill, bill. Yeah. for many of us, particularly black men, that crime bill is something that we struggle to get the fuck over. Yeah. 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 You're right about that. So yeah, <laughs> I wasn't surprised, man. Yeah. I think the thing that actually did surprise me actually for real, for real was, uh, some of the numbers, uh, it is amazing that even after all of this time, even as we talk to other folks, other people of color, other black people, that Trump was able to double his margins with almost every single one of those demographics. So I know that he says, here's some of the numbers for you. White men, about 58%, we see that. White women, 55% last time they were about 56. And these are early numbers, early exit polls that we're seeing here. These numbers may change as we get closer to the end of the election. Black men last 2016 voted for Trump at 13%. We're now at 18%. Black women, this was a big surprising one. They were at 3 or 4% 2016. They jumped up to 8%. Latino men and Latino women, double digits again. Another one. Gays, 13 plus, 14%, now 28% that they voted for Trump. I think ultimately some of these, these numbers, I was like I said, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it, especially after Why we- Why not expecting I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it simply because I think, like I said, we've gone through, we've gone through 2020. We had three, four months of people in the streets talking about not not just talking about uh, white supremacy and uh, racial oppression, but also specifically how he is connected to those things. And for whatever reason, they still felt the need to vote for him, even after 230 plus people have lost their lives to COVID. Many of those people, black people with insurance problems and all sorts of things. And still people went out, doubled the count. Now, mind you, to be fair, it was 91% of black women that voted for, for Biden and, and Kamala and what 80% of black men that voted for Biden and Kamala. But to see the numbers increase, to see him make gains, I didn't expect that, my guy. I, I didn't, I just didn't. So you expected it because you looked like you expected it. It doesn't, again, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that he made gains. So, yeah. um, really? Surprise me. No, I, mean, no. I, I wasn't so surprised amongst Latinos. I wasn't surprised either. I wasn't surprised amongst Latinos. Latinos is a totally different. That's a totally different thing, and you're you're right about that. I mean, in Cuba. Anyway, in in fair, Miami, we understand how that. Yeah, we understand we understand how that works. But Mexicans and Puerto Ricans, I was like, y'all too? Dominicans? And two Bouteens. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I'm going to tell you why I think that you saw an increase in some of those groups. And it's 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 not a good reason, but it's out of pure ignorance. You got to keep in mind, for three months, we took to these streets, um, black folks, um, mm. queer folks, and, you know, some woke white folks, right? Mm. That scared people who weren't in the street. They didn't see that as, yeah, yeah, y'all go get them. They seen it as, oh, my God. These crazy Negroes have descended upon our streets and they're coming to get us and we need some law and order. So even some of those queer people who always try to align themselves with the black agenda mm-hmm. Come on. for them were the same or some of the same. First of all, I have I have tons and tons of black queer friends that I have this conversation with that they talk to me about the fact that white white queer people don't share their issues mm, with them. Nope. They don't understand their issues as a black person right. Not, you know if you are exclusive of their queerness as a black person that when they're saying okay i'm having these issues you should align yourself with me because you should understand about being marginalized yeah, a marginalizing they, yeah they do not relate to that type of marginalization. Their marginalization for them is finite and defined by their own personal experience, which is a lot of times when you see people, queer people of color, have their own separate movements from the overall queer movement because yeah. they, there's no connection between them and queer rights. Hmm. We still get the benefit of their whiteness, yes, and yeah. the illusion of whiteness. When you're looking at things like we're saying, yeah, the revolution is here. We took to the streets. We made some noise. We're fighting for some things. They A lot of people bought the propaganda of we're just out here rioting, looting, killing, destroying. Come on. Of anarchy in America, so yes, you are going to have an increase in the queer community. You are going to have a queer an increase, especially in in Latinx people who are not proletariat, mm. because they feared the crazy Negro in the street. Because the market, I've said this a million times, the marketing campaign to make you fear black people is the most successful marketing campaign in American history. Mm. 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 So how do you explain you how do you explain the black men and black women doubling their numbers? Because you got to incorporate the class dynamic. Yep. There's a, a, a large. Oh, oh, oh. as you're saying that, how I get what you're saying, but how did that element not exist at this same rate in 2016? Because of fear mongering, they convinced that I will raise their taxes. Child, if you not want, uh, if you not making millions of dollars, that Biden tax plan is not going to affect your dumb ass. Actually, look and see what it is that is happening. Your four hundred thousand dollars a year that you make, the two hundred thousand that your AKA wife make, and you capacer your two hundred <laughs> Does not put you in that tax bracket. Oh, 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 oh. By Joe Biden. Hold on, hold on. Why didn't either one of you attack her for attacking Kappas and AKAs? The last time I did, I got nothing but hate. What's what's going on? You, you were you were annoying last time. Kim yeah, you you you, you, you you asked for it, brother. You asked for it. Yeah, you asked for it. Bro. Okay, <laughs> it was quiet. It was quiet. Okay, I'll, 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 I'm I'll cute. <laughs> No, nah, she was cute too, though, Kim. I mean, she was cute too. But, right. I'll I'll take that L. I'll take that L. Listen, okay. and this is 
this is no hate towards the divine nine, but what I'm saying is these are the conversations that I was hearing. Also, again, it wasn't just black wealthy people that are part of that 20%. Nope. I've heard a lot of my brothers talk to me about barber barbershop conversations that they've had about, you know, Trump getting their homeboys out of jail. Mm -hmm. About first of all, uh, you know I'm a, I'm I'm in the hood. Well, I ain't in the hood no more. My my life situation. <laughs> I'm still connected to the hood, and I'm telling you, the scammers are so happy with Trump. I I don't know how to tell them the Department of Justice is coming after them for all this PPE money in the scam. Mm. The scammers had came up. So the scammers is like, I came up under Trump. I'm rocking with Trump because my scam game is on 600. <laughs> and listen, I know Phil is looking, Phil is looking like that is some of the most ignorant shit on the planet. But when you have a very low political education, yep. which Indeed. we know within our community, it is painfully, painfully, painfully. And, I mean, it's painfully obvious that education and the organizing are two components that should be risen to the forefront in our community for the next several years because we got to do whatever possible to get the fucking democrats and the republicans up out of the hood and develop our own shit because some motherfuckers is trash trash they really are we literally i mean that was the most disappointing thing for me was the fact of how low our political education is that we still fall into that default democratic default setting mm. that we do dumb parties regardless of and then then white people i mean i think the fact that so many black folks had faith that white people were going to do something different this time was problematic to me because okay. I didn't see anything throughout this pandemic. I didn't see anything throughout this Black Lives Matter and all of us dying, brothers, sisters, and kids in the street that gave me enough hope that black, I mean, that white people were gonna do something different. And there have been some white people who have been strategic and demonstrated their allyship. For sure. There's been a whole lot of the motherfuckers who have put Black Lives Matter on their lawn so black folks didn't run up in their crib. They had mm. that type of mentality. But that's been bothersome more to me, that we had hope that white people were going to be different. I think black folks today should be incredibly angry, more angry than any time before with white people. Because mm. white people let us down this time in a manner that is absolutely unacceptable. And they fake the funk. Like, I can't tell you how many people on my page Talking about, yeah, sis, I'm with you. And about 12 of them probably really are. And it's probably the 12 that I already know, like my friend Sunny Bowl. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Sunny Bowl, she ready to risk it all. You know what I mean? My co author, Gila, she ready to risk it all. She was out there being a pole protector yesterday. She weighed 100 pounds. I said, What Trump star you gonna feed up? Um, but but you know it was like there was there was this energy as if though people understood now i will say this here's what i'm not disappointed about despite the moral loss that we took last night in regards to the election we had a lot of big wins okay i got a map i can send y'all we turn this nation green people gonna be smoking all the weed they can smoke <laughs> that's true that's true i give you that's that. true that's true that's true 
That's true. I think one of the biggest problems that the Democratic mm-hmm. Party has had for real, for real, is the fact that they've been failing to be to be able to get out an effective message. They did a very good job this election cycle about telling you why you should vote for Trump, but not a good enough job about why you should vote for Biden. So let's right. I'm gonna give you an example. In Florida yesterday, there was a an initiative, a ballot initiative that passed by 22% to increase minimum wage to $15. Biden has that on his platform somewhere. How many times have you heard him or Kamala talk about raising the minimum wage to $15? I watched the entire three nights of that freaking Democratic convention. I, I, if he said it once, that was probably the maximum of it to talk about that. Because like you've all already said, most of the comments that we've been hearing from folks, especially our folks, for why they would have voted for him outside of the criminal justice thing, which is foolishness, though. But, Stupid. But is... It's an economic reason behind it. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? And I don't, I think that they failed to get that messaging across Mm -hmm. other reasons to vote for him. We've, we've known for four years that he was a bigot. We've known for four years that he was a misogynist. We've known for four years that he had these wheelings and dealings that he's ready to tell you a lie at the drop of a hat to get what you want, AKA Little Wayne and. Uh, don't bring them dudes up. I'm, I'm just saying, you, you know what time it is. But I think that they failed to do that job. I, now, with that being said, one of the bigger elements to this whole election is the fact that Democrats were looking to flip the Senate. And they've they've fallen short of it. Yeah. So now that they've yeah. fallen short of it, nothing is going to happen for the next four years. Right. Nope. They didn't get black candidates. They say they want to support us. That you get to get to how many? First of all, Louisiana is blackity black, blickety black. Yeah, we spin it there. Right. Mississippi is black, black, black. Look, I'm black, black, black. And we lost the Senate there. There is no reason why here in Georgia, Warnock mm-hmm. should be in a runoff. And then I'm like, are you people going to show up for Warnock and the Rottos? That woman who lost in, in Kentucky, who was running against Mitch McConnell, they raised $88 million for her in a losing battle. Losing. She got got but yet raised $88 million for her. Somebody like Warnock here in, in Georgia could have used that money. That money would have put him over the top. Over the top. You think so? Yeah, because they raised a whole bunch of goddamn money for Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, and he got washed too. Warnock could have won just off the fact so that when he's running against Rockland, she is so pro-Trump. She's so die-hard pro-Trump. She runs on the ticket of I rock with Trump. Like she might as well do a I rock with Trump dance when she talks. So it's like, and that's the other thing. Here's why I don't this is why I consider myself independent. Is because the Democrats is full of scaredy cats, and I'm not interested. Say in it one I don't see no attack. All I saw from the Democrats was like, "Look at me. These are the things I'm gonna do." Kind of ads. Meanwhile, the Republicans was like, "Look at him. He raggedy. He raggedy. <laughs> it's like we ain't had no day raggedy ads. You know what I'm saying? Like we they have no riders in that party. Right. Drug No sharpshooters. No sharpshooters. Right. No, 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 nobody. But that's the whole problem. That's always been the Democrats. Years, man. Years to prepare. I know, I know, years. man. I know. Knock up ammo. I know. I know. I know. I know. But like I said, man, the fact that we weren't able to get that Senate, man, I mean. Lead weed legalizations out the window. DC becoming a state is out the window. 
you you might as well cancel another stimulus. Like the stimulus, if a stimulus gets passed, it's gonna not gonna get passed until January for one. Right. Secondly, it's not going to be anywhere close to what they should have been getting. Right. Nowhere close. Right. Uh, so, and that's why I said the political education component is so crucial right. that we put so much of our eggs in the baskets. And that was why I believe that the Republicans in this particular instance were so successful, even though they lost. They took all the attention and placed it on the fact that Trump being a racist misogynist, all those things. And he was just like, man, yo, let them shoot shots at me and y'all go ahead and win this Senate. Y'all go <laughs> ahead and do whatever y'all need to do towards me because I'm going to go and chill. I got paper anyway. But well, let's get this Senate because even if they get in the White House, we got the Senate and ain't nothing they desire because they ran about shit anyway. It's going to come through. Yep. It still can't be understated how the polls fucked up, man. Because they would have had you believe they was going to have 54 seats. Like, but when we it was crazy the, the way they were lifting it, dog. They were doing some, were doing some heavy polls, lifting bro. to make you they believe that it was a done deal. I know people still got to get out to the polls and do what they need to do. But the way the polls was looking initially was like, okay, yeah, we've, we've got it. We're going to make things happen. Uh, I, I guess not. All right. The big question right now, then, is where do we go from here? We know that we have a trash Democratic Party, or in, in fairness to the Democrats, trash, yeah. trash, bro. What are you trash. being fair for? Basura. He said, "Why are you being fair?" Yeah, <laughs> the trash Republican they Party. They, we better get some gangsters up in the Democratic Party if we want to see anything. Trump is so successful because he like I'm on do. Well, my constituents—they want me to do whatever I want to do. do. And if you don't like it, I don't need you because mm -hmm. they still gonna my folks still gonna rock with me to the whip. Regardless, whip right? To the and they rolled with him, and they proved yeah. that right too. Yeah. Democrats yeah. yeah. is like the kid at school that be giving away their lunch, and now they hungry because they ain't got no. Food. They gave it with them. <laughs> <Everybody laughs> Fuck that. You want my cookies? Well, what you gonna eat, fool? You <laughs> you ain't done giving away your cookies. All mm -hmm. right, so tell me, where do we go from here then? Does that mean more marching, more protests? How do we no. hold these people's feet to the fire so that we can actually get some real change there's coming up? No, that's, that's the big no question. Such thing, there's no such thing as holding a politician accountable once they're in office outside of voting in the next time they're up for election and get them the fuck out of office. I disagree. How you gonna hold? How you gonna hold Biden and Harris accountable? Tell me that. Money donations. That's where it's at. They what you in they, office? Listen, they don't. Oh, what you they, in they, office? You, you forget that these politicians all year from day one, as soon as they get in the door, they're trying to get money for the next go around. Not just for Bruh. them, but for the Democratic Party, for the Republican how Party, because you, you know elections are coming up in two more years. Because accountable means that you're going to get them to do what you need them to do. How are you going to get Biden and Harris to do the things necessary for us? And I'm How do you think corporate donors this... do it? They tell them that they're not going to give them any money. I don't think you can. I think it's very difficult to. I think you're both right. I think it's very difficult to do it at a federal level. However, it is not On that difficult local? to do it at the local level. Oh, yeah. Local is different. Yeah. Local, I can put my foot on you because I can knock at your door. Right. 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 Local level, you got to buy law, take a meeting with me, whether you want to True or not. Right. 
You right about um, that. Also, at the local level, I can afford a private detective to dig up your dirt. Also, at the local level, I can show up to budgetary meetings and give my commentary every single day. Right, right about that. Also, right at the local level, I can call in for public comment when it's time to call in. For when the world back opens back up, I could show up for public comment. Also, you have to keep in mind at the local level, also, all they want to do is be reelected. So if there is a strong hundred of us that show up at every meeting saying we want this and you don't do it, you know that hundred is going to be strong enough to get you out of office. So you're going to have to yeah. listen to this sometimes. Also, there are lots of task force. And organ and task force committees and things in which civilians can join to participate in civics. I myself am a member of the People's Uprising Task Force. It's a task force um, that was put together by um, City Councilman Antonio Harris, who has now stepped down due to being indicted. But that's another conversation. Um, but but that commit that that task force still has several lawmakers. So we were responsible for the Rayshard Brooks bill that got passed. Okay. Our, mm-hmm. our task force consists of civilians, activists, and lawmakers. So when we come up with a plan, we have lawmakers on our task force who can then go write the plan. I see. I see. Yeah. So yes, I, I I totally agree that it's very difficult to do that at a federal level. But mm. we have to recognize that it's the local level that affects us. Listen. Everybody who know me know I'm pro cannabis. So I'm looking at even I always use this as an example in my state and my I live in Fulton County where marijuana is decriminalized. I live blocks from DeKalb where it's not. So I can literally get in my car, get pulled over in front of my house, get a $50 time ticket, drive four blocks up the street and go to jail. A couple blocks. A few blocks away. So this is why I think that where we need to focus our energy is at the local level and at our senators and congressmen. Also, mm. because they're the ones we're sending up to Ups, Upstream, you're right about that. Today, presidents don't write policy. Yeah, especially congressmen. You're right about that. Congressmen write policy. Councilmen write policy. But we believe they do for whatever reason. We think president, the highest offense in the land, the most powerful, powerful person yeah. in the land. And for some reason, why we haven't cultivated within the black collective, why we have not cultivated our own candidates and vetted our own candidates. But that's because our own candidates are always ushered into being a Democrat from, from Jump Street. Yeah. yeah. If off Jump Street, these folks, these black candidates, if you see, if they see, okay. Every party has their bench. These local politicians from on the from the congressional level, Senate level, will look down on the local level and be like, okay, these this dude has potential. This person could raise money. This person could do X, Y, and Z. And what they do is to groom each one of these people and they give them money, right? They start putting money into the coffers to help to build up an, an election cycle for them. So at the end of the day, even if you say that you, Elgin, want to run as part of the Green Party, if the Democrats see you and drop, say, okay, well, you know, if you run as a Green Party candidate, you're only going to raise maybe a million dollars. We're going to give you five million dollars off Jump Street, and we're going to have folks to back you. And if you don't do that, we're still going to put that five million up against somebody else to go against, against you. you. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true, but I mean, money talks, man. That's where it's at. No, no, Phil, I dig it, man. Phil, where do you where do you think we go one from here, time. man? One at a time. I mean, pretty much what, you know, we, we, we do have to redouble our focus and increase our education. 
on uh, on local government, and uh, you know, because the uh, our our presence and our power is there, and I've seen the uh, I've seen the effects of that uh, of, of that power. Um, it's it's hard to but you know, it's it's hard to uh to uh to uh ex- I guess no, it's, it's become easier to accept the, the the larger reality of of the of the interests that uh, several groups really have, um, which are very basic and almost infantile, but Nevertheless, um, here we are. Um, you know, we have to. You know, we, I think we just have to. Uh, uh, you know, take stock of uh, of what we do know, and um, and, and just you know, stay focused on 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 local government. That's all. You still gonna be out in those streets, Cam? Yes, I'm still gonna be out in these streets. Just because you know, I'm listen. I'm 44 years old. I'm triple OG. I have to be out there because I have to keep the kids focused. Um, that's a lot of times, that's really how I even started this go around being in the streets is that I would go out there and it would be a bunch of 20 somethings and, and props to them. I I love their energy and their energy is right. But there was nobody out there with guidance energy in the same space with them. You know what Mm. I'm saying? So I go out like now what I do is I go out, I may not stay the whole March. I may let them know that I'm going to speak at the rally and then I'm going to leave. But guess what? With auntie's presence out there, it curves how they behave. And it keeps them on focus on track because they don't want Auntie Kim to see them acting crazy and looting and throwing bricks and and you know and 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 not having focus to what we're doing. They want me to see the best of them. When Queen Yanajaha is out there, they want Yanajaha to see the best of them. When Attorney Gerald Griggs is out there, they want Griggs to see. The, the best of them, Tamika Maori, my son, you know, all these people, they don't they don't want the aunties and unks. They don't want us being like, y'all look crazy. They mm. want to show us that they're organized. They want to show us that they got a plan. They want to show us that they have an agenda. So when, when we show up for them, it keeps them focused. They don't get distracted because, again, they don't they don't want they don't want the OGs to see them looking bad. So I stay out there really primarily for that reason because the young people are doing the work like even on my task force the people's uprising our division that's for for 18 to 24 the young Atlanta leaders they do the bulk of the work I, we would be the rest of our committees would be lying if we didn't say the young Atlanta leaders we take our nods from them they're telling us what to do they're telling us what to do we wow. just what do y'all want us to do so I stay out there for that reason. But at the end of the day, for me, I feel satisfied about a lot that happened last night because a lot. First of all, we did a lot of smart things, the kind of things I've been spouting my rhetoric about, like the the D.A. who botched the Ahmaud Aubrey case in Brunswick, Georgia. We got her out. Your your vote is your ability to hire and fire. Period. You read about that? Yeah. You know, they work for us. We don't work for them. You know you what I'm about saying? That. So, so she botched that case and we didn't see justice for Ahmad. So we voted her out. And Brunswick, let me tell you something. Brunswick is a place where you are surprised that happened. There's a reason why those men felt emboldened to attack him and, and try to do a citizen's arrest and all of that. Because it's very red out in Brunswick. But wow. yes, she but she got voted out. So again, I look at the cannabis map. How many places were either decriminalized, turned medical, will be releasing prisoners, mm. all of that last night. Um, in the state of California, all felons got their right to vote back last mm-hmm. night, whether they're, on right. paper, yeah, whether they're on paper or not. And I'm just naming a few of the victories. I yes. mean, in Oregon, they made all drugs legal last yeah, night. Yeah, you're right about that. The oh, crack, they don't get what you're on in yeah. Oregon. You're free. Yeah, right. 
so you know we have to look at the wins but again like what we're talking about those wins happen in legislation that legislative branch and that judicial branch that's what really runs the nation that's really why i want trump out of office because there's 200 judge sheets coming up that i don't want him picking because i don't want him filling out you're right about that next 40 years you're right about that you're right about that Kimberly Jones, author of I'm Not Dying With You Tonight, activist, out in these streets, doing the damn thing. We want to thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Before we, before we get out tonight, please tell the good folks where they can find you, what you got going on. I saw you on this ESPN special a couple of weekends ago. So, and I know you got you shaking hands and doing all sorts of stuff with these. <laughs> anyway, tell these good people where they can find you and all that other good stuff. Um, you can find me, at, well, if you go to my website, everything is there and it's just kimjoneswrites.com. It's Kim Jones, not rights, R-I-G-H-T-S-W-R-I-T-E-S. Kimjoneswrites.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I really don't be on Twitter and Facebook like that. I'm usually on the gram. You can find me there with my full name, Kimberly Latrice Jones. And I have new books coming out. I have a, a new book about how we as black people can win called How We Can Win. That's coming out in May of 2020. I have another teen novel, um, which is tentatively called I Will Fly Again, but I think that name's going to change. It's coming out fall. And then I have two you other- writing this by yourself or you writing it with Gilly again? I'm writing a teen one with Gilly again. Um, and it's about two girls who take a knee at their high school football game and the fallout from it and how the black girl is punished more harshly than the white girl. Understood. And um, so that's fall of 2021. And then I have two other books that I haven't been announced yet that are coming out over the next couple years. Got some movie projects. I'm still trying to finish Coming Out Hard. Y'all know I directed Coming Out Hard, the A-Ball and MJG biopic. So I'm trying to still get that out in the world. But yeah. Okay, okay. I'm glad to see that's still I'm glad to see that's nice. still on the table. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, people people hit me every day like Kim was good with coming out hard. What's going on with coming out hard? So I'm working on coming out hard. Okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's nice, up. Nice, nice. Kimberly Jones, thank you so much. We appreciate it, mama. Stay out of trouble if you can. I will not, but I will be back to talk about <laughs> it. I love it in the Black Podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. All right, take care, sis. All right, fellas, what did you guys think, man? What do you guys think about this whole election? Where do you think we're going to go from here? Are you positive at least about the next two years or, or what? Well, I mean, I can only hope that we'll be emboldened further to, uh, to double down our focus and, and broaden our education about this situation. Um, but you know, it's going to be, uh, at the same time, it feels kind of difficult knowing, you know, how a, a good chunk of society feels and how they perceive leadership. Um, it's yeah. very disturbing, yeah. um, how they perceive how, how, how apparently a, a chunk of this society perceives leadership. So I mean, going forward, I'm going to be cautious mm-hmm. and, uh, reading them a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Elle? I don't have any more. Uh, my hope level is no greater, no lesser than it was before the election. Understood. Uh, I'm glad that more of us, when I say us, I mean black people, are beginning to get a understanding of how the political game is played, and realizing that we don't have to play according to the rules that other folks have established. 
I just feel like we may have waited a couple of years too late for this particular situation. Of course, of course. Um, I wish I was more hopeful, man. And just, I hate this season more than any time. Um, I'm election season or, or election or, season. I just, I get you because I, I see, I see black folks going to war against other black folks over which white man is going to be in the office. Nah, and that shit it. irks me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I think one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to, at least going forward, is hopefully the results of this election will help black people take a stronger look at how policy works and how to formulate policy. And if we're not going to be voting Democratic, because we can see that there are its pitfalls when we vote for Democrats, right? That even if you're going to vote third party, we need to start cultivating, building and financing third party candidates now. Right now. now 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 not waiting until the 20 well 20 what is it 2024 is like okay well this person's on the scene it's like oh we don't know nothing about that person they don't have the finance behind them to get it to, to get their message out you know what i mean we need to start finding those candidates and doing the work necessary to get them on the map now not waiting until four years from now when it's going to eventually just be too late <sighs> L, where can folks find you if they'd like to find you, my guy? On Twitter, man. At Elgin Bailey is where I hang out the most these days. Come through. No doubt. No doubt. Phil, where can uh, these folks find you if they want to find you, man? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at the Orange Crush with a K or at SP Methods. No doubt. And I'm big. Oh, Mr. In the Black, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another conversation. Uh, we really appreciate it. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're kicking it with us and we really appreciate it. Make sure you check us across all social media at in the black PDCST on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And as always, informed, intelligent in the, in the black. black. Peace. Peace.